Check one, two, check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the Rocks, Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on that Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. I got the homie here. Rose, what's up? What's up? How are you? Good. Fresh off the flight from ATL? <laughs> yes. Oh, how, how was it over there? I heard like... ATL is a movie. Yeah, like, like a good movie? What kind of movie? A good movie. Like it kind of made me depressed to come home to Miami because I was actually just saying, I was like... We live in one of the littest states in the littest part of Florida, mm. and it just hasn't been the same for mm. almost, a, what, nine months now? Yeah. And it just hurt because I was like, damn, Miami's supposed to be like this right now. And my birthday's <laughs> next month, and I'm just like, Miami better be back to normal. <laughs> damn. How, how was it in Atlanta? Just no rules? Everything goes? like. It's just fully open. Everything's what? fully open. Like there's stuff open at like twelve noon to there's like full twenty four hour shit. Like it's everything's open. Like it's no reg, just, no regulations. And I mean masks to get in and stuff like yeah. that. Like little shit like that. But it's literally <laughs> it's back to normal. Like people just throwing Damn. money and like, how do you like Atlanta? I've never even been to Atlanta. I mean, it's not Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Born and raised in Miami, but right now. I'm going back next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Next weekend already? Yeah. You've been to Tulum yet? You did the Tulum thing? I did not do Tulum. I did Cancun though. Oh, okay. Just because I like I stayed at a resort and it was lit, but Tulum, I heard Tulum food is like a lot better than Cancun. Really? Yeah. I don't know shit about Tulum. Like I just know every, I know everyone's over there, so I'm trying to get my information to see when I go, what I'm gonna do. Like, you know? Everybody but, from South Florida is either in Tulum. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta mm-hmm. or LA or some shit. Like yeah. nobody's in yeah. Miami is in Miami right now. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> so wait, where are you from? Are you born and raised down here? Um, technically Miramar, but okay. I grew up like on county lines, so like I've but okay. born and raised in Florida. Okay, dope. What's your nationality though? My parents are from Guyana. You're Guyanese. I'm Guyanese. Wow, that's interesting. For to a me. lot of people who don't know, no, I'm not African. <laughs> Yo, no. So let, let, let's let's clear that up. Like, speak a little bit on like the Guyanese culture because I have a homeboy who's who's Guyanese as well, and I feel like I don't. We don't really know. Like, you know, it's a very people. small country. It's in South America, mm-hmm. right next to Venezuela, like right at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's South American. Mm-hmm. Amazon rainforest runs right through us and stuff Dang. like that. It's a really Small country, but we're known for right now our gold and they found mm-hmm. oil and stuff like that. So we have a oh, little lit-ass country. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> like a low-key lit. Like, when's the last, have you been there lately? I've or? never been there. Oh, shit. Okay. But no, like I grew up straight with the culture and like all that with stuff. With the culture? Where, yeah. Oh, shit. So the music and stuff like like I'm big. If anybody knows me, I'm big on like reggae dancehall music because mm-hmm. we're very like a Caribbean island. I was going to say, what? Type. It's so it's not, it's not like... um. Damn, because I I would get like Guyana confused with like the East African vibe. You Ghana, yeah. There's a country called Ghana in Africa, so that's okay. why I made the joke like, no, I'm not African, because a lot of people they're like, oh, okay, you're African. No, okay. I'm South American, but okay. I have a West Indian culture. So it's West Indian, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so you're heavy into like reggae music and like very heavy. Yeah, music, yes. Like technically, that's all I ever want to hear when I go partying. So for real, have you been to like the crazy like reggae parties where they do like backflips and land on a oh, split? Absolutely. Was that you? No. I like to be a spectator, but the what I love about our island culture is that we're so undivided in a way because 
when you go to those types of parties, you have Trinidadians, you have Guyanese, you have Jamaicans, you have Haitians, you mm -hmm. have, you know, you name all the little islands in between Bermuda, everything like they, mm -hmm. everybody just comes out and they, it's just one music, one sound. Wow. And, you know, it's not like any subdivisions. Like, yeah, yeah we'll call out like cultures here and there and it'll be like little, you know, like mm -hmm. jokes and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, when you see like Caribbean masses, like it's yeah. just Caribbean people, it's That's one love fire. and I love it. Have, have you done, have you ever done the, um, the carnival? I've done it once, yeah. It's it's a little too much soca for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> soca music. I love yeah. soca music, but in those, um, mm -hmm. but so, yeah. 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 Damn. I'm, but do, do people go to like Guyana? Like I've never heard of anyone like going on vacation over there, but like the culture interests me. Like it's like you said, it's like an island culture, but. I know people have gone out there as far as like they'll get tours and stuff to do like the rainforest because like it has like mm -hmm. really beautiful, it has like a one of the biggest waterfalls in South America, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. And um, so it's really, it's like a sightseeing country. Um, okay. I would say about 70% of the country is rainforest. Oh, okay. So it's like, you know, if you yeah. go there, it's... You have family out there? Um, not, not really. anymore. After mm -hmm. I was born, everybody's kind of mm -hmm. in the States and stuff now. Um, okay. But no, it's, it's more like a touristy, like adventure kind of got you yeah so it's not like a oh i'm gonna go chill no yeah. it's like i'm gonna go turn up and zip line and Damn. go see natives and stuff in the rainforest yeah, yeah so it's, it's a cool little vibe that's what's up that's what's up how's like the quarantine been for you how's your mental how's your physical are you um you know um honestly quarantine has been a blessing in disguise mm. um it's one taking me out of nightlife, which I've been praying for for a long time. Really? I'm over it. I'm over nightlife. I've been in nightlife over 12 years. Yeah, and me too. I just, it was time for me to retire. And I just kept saying, like, yo, once I hit this age, I gotta be out. Like, I can't do this anymore. And just me personally, like, yeah, on a mental I was gonna level, say, well, why? Like, what? Is it like, is it the hours? Is it the, the, the lifestyle that comes with it? Is it. It's it's a multitude of things. It's the hours. Mm -hmm. Um, definitely getting home six, seven o'clock and a mm -hmm. lot of people don't understand when you do work nights, mm -hmm. you don't get the same type of sleep as people who work during the day and go to sleep at night. It's a completely yeah. different rest. Um, mm -hmm. the lifestyle that comes with it, you know, I'm trying to settle down, I'm trying to, you know, yeah, be yeah. uh be a, <laughs> a yeah. wife or something. And then it's just like when you work at nightlife is that people don't trust you as much, you know, mm. like, cause it's like, you're so much more open to temptation and this and that and mm. the drinking and the lifestyle and the money and the, this person and that, like, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> Do you think it's possible? Cause I, t I ask myself this all the time. Do you think it's possible to like settle down and still work in the nightlife? I've definitely seen it happen. Um, I've more so seen successful relationships in the nightlife when both people work in nightlife. Mm. Um, just because they understand, like, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be as far as, you know, meeting people. Because mm -hmm. you, you meet people every night, yes, but at the same time, you're not meeting the quality people. You're not meeting, like, if you have morals and you still have, you know, yourself at the end of the day, a lot of people lose themselves in nightlife. Mm. And I feel like they get, you know, those are the people who are more susceptible to running off with strangers and doing this and doing that. Yeah. But if you keep yourself, I mean, and you find somebody, you know, that's kind of just there, you know, like they have a purpose, they have a goal at the end of the day with the nightlife money, you know, mm -hmm. like an escape plan, like, you mm -hmm. know, eventually plans to get out. I feel like there's some people in nightlife that just 
never had a plan. They never had to yeah. a thought to get out. And it's yeah. like, if you don't have that, then you might get lost in yeah, it. Yeah, I feel you. It's such a double-edged sword because I'm a DJ. So it's like, I love nightlife as far as music. I love the social element, you know? I love, it's right. like art to me, you know what I mean? Like when the exactly. club is packed and the way things are moving right and people are making money and I love it, you know? But then you have, like you said, that dark side of it too, to where it's like, yeah. but I don't know. I guess I've been a DJ. <laughs> I've been a DJ and I just see myself, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like even if I stop being a DJ, I might, do nightlife still whether it's a different type of thing i don't know i love nightlife you know putting events together yeah, course, and like you know course. what i mean i mean uh, don't get me wrong yeah of course like, i guess there, there's a, something about you know getting ready for work and coming in at night and like mm -hmm. that, that air the like, energy the energy that anticipation like you know it's there it, you, i definitely miss it here and there um but like I said, people who've never been in nightlife mm -hmm. don't know. Don't understand it. They don't understand the work aspect of it and mm. that side of it. So yeah. a lot of people don't take you seriously in that aspect because they just see it as fun mm -hmm. because they know it as going out and turning yeah. up. They don't know the work end of it. They don't know the money side of it. They don't know the hustle and the drive that goes into it. Counting cash when it closes until <laughs> six in the morning, shit like that. Facts. Where's the where's the where's your favorite place you worked in the nightlife? <laughs> um, your favorite era like you know either club era i worked at tizzy's for about six almost seven years wow and um i did That's money in there uh, oh man tizzy's is a different monster like I, I would tell people especially during quarantine i was like when tizzy's is open miami is open yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's i was just know. waiting for them to do like like takeout like food takeout you know, like yeah. strippers hate me when I go to Tootsie's. I'll just be like, yo, I'm here for the food. I'm sorry. Like, I apologize. I'm from Miami. I don't, you know, but that's crazy. We got Rose here. So what else have you been up to? I saw you, you've been dabbling in music lately. Yeah. Um. So the perks of nightlife, you know, you meet a lot of different people and mm. people who have, you know, networking and all these different capabilities and, um, through um, working nightlife and actually modeling on the side as well, um, I actually met these people. I did a music video, mm -hmm. um, Money Bo. I don't know mm -hmm. if you've ever heard of him. Um, him and his wife, I did a music video for them. And they just were like, yo, like your time on the camera, like you just did that. Like, you mm -hmm. know, like you're so good on camera. What else can you do with that? We need to put you on camera. We need you to do something. And I was like... I've only ever modeled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't speak. Yeah. I don't talk. I don't yeah. I just, I model. And she was like, no, no, no. His wife, Teresa, she was like, you're going to come to the house one day. And I just, you know, we're just going to mess around. We have the studio in the house. Just come. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I was actually going through a really bad breakup. Mm -hmm. And um, I was in a terrible relationship. And I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, let me go. Let me live yeah. my life. Like, why not? And I went and that same day they put me on the mic and they were like, say this, say this. And we wrote a song and I have a music oh, video so out now. <laughs> Damn, like that? Like that. So they wrote it for you? And Bo wrote it for me. He uh -huh. just, cause I literally never done this a day in my life before. Yeah. Never imagined it. And he kind of just like coached me through it. And Damn, that's what's up. He's I mean, an amazing coach. He's like an amazing. a producer, right? He made the music and everything. Producer, um, no, no, no. We had a producer make the okay. beats for us. Um, and but he is just like when it comes to like lyrics and like mm -hmm. beats and mm. like just writing. Bo is amazing. Like he, his music. If you listen to it, it's amazing. He just 
He's just he wants to produce artists. That's what that, he wants to do. That's what's but up. But he's an artist himself. Like You've always been people. comfortable in front of a camera? Like the camera doesn't scare you? Like Um, I mean it took me a while. Yeah. It took me a little bit. Like I I've been modeling over twelve years. I started when I was eighteen. So mm-hmm. do the math. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I met a guy on Facebook. And mm-hmm. he was like, you're so pretty. You need to model. Mm-hmm. Like way back in the day. And I was going to say like Facebook days. <laughs> Facebook it. days. Yeah. And um, he had never shot a person before. And I had never shot with a person before. Mm-hmm. And so I was his first model. He was my first photographer. Mm-hmm. And I shot with him. And he was like, you suck. Damn. <laughs> and he was like, you need to practice your posing. And you need mm-hmm. to make a model mayhem. And you need oh to just God, start. Oh my God, Model Mayhem. Yes, I, I'm talking about back in the day. Oh, I forgot and about Model Mayhem. Exactly. So I made a Model Mayhem and I just started shooting with a bunch of different people. Like just, mm-hmm. you know, um, work for work, TPF or whatever, mm-hmm. TFP, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and that's how I learned. And eventually I got comfortable. I don't mm-hmm. know when or where. It just triggered one day. Like I just started uh, working with everybody. Damn, like, that's what's up. Yeah. So, so what are you gonna? What are you trying to transition to? Like as a daytime vibe? Um. Well, I also work um right now in the medical fields. I work for a dermatologist and okay. cosm cosmetic office. Um. So I mean, I'm a hustler. At the end of the day, you put me mm. in any situation. I guess from working yeah. in nightlife, it has made me like a true hustler. That's what's up. So you put me in anywhere. Put I'm you gonna, in a studio. You're you, gonna be a rapper. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm a chameleon. At the end of the day, like I'm just, I'm gonna figure it out. Put me somewhere. Yeah. I'm gonna figure it out. Um, right now, up. I guess through the music and through everything that I'm going through, through quarantine, um, just learning about ups and downs, being down. Mm. worse than I've ever been in my life just being Facts. jobless with no Facts. nightlife you know that was my hustle for so long um right now I don't know I'm, I'm just I like it I feel like it kind of like forced people to like look inside themselves exactly you know? exactly that's what I'm saying so like for me I guess I'm still on the journey of mm-hmm. ultimately what I want to use everything for mm-hmm. um but eventually I just see myself having my own brand my own company and that's what's you up. know, going into business for myself one day. That's what's up. So you uh, you came from the gym, obviously. Yeah. Is that, is that is that something that keeps you like? What what are some things you know? Some self care things that keep your mind right, keep you keep uh-huh. you sane. Definitely the gym. Mm-hmm. If anything, I've gotten fitter over the the That's quarantine right. period just because I was home and I was like, you know, what? I'm not gonna let myself get lazy. I'm not gonna let myself get sloppy. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna put the work in. Um, so definitely the gym, once the gym opened back up, I was definitely in there. Um, also reading and writing, um, Mm -hmm. because of the music, because of everything, I started picking up these self-help books to try to get my words out as an artist. And, um, I got a couple books right now. What do you mean as far as like writing words or as far as like just articulating the words or? So the first book that I got, The Artist's Way, Mm -hmm. it's actually like a 12 week course. Mm-hmm. And it makes you write these morning pages every morning and it's to unblock all of your like subconscious and what, what holds you back as an artist. And it's actually been amazing. It's changed my life in so many ways. I can't even talk about it. Like, so you literally wake up every morning and you write freehand, write Like mm-hmm. not typing, not in it. You write it mm-hmm. with a pen and a paper and you write everything that's on your mind. Like whether it's stress, whether it's what you're thinking about, what you're worried about, you mm-hmm. write it out. And then the the theory is, is that if you keep writing about it, eventually your brain is going to come up with a solution and it's just going to come out on paper. 
and you're going to start to manifest things. And it's been life changing on this. So does it like help clear your mind? Like, like yes. meditation type thing? Yeah. Like, yes. Damn. That's what's up. It's really cool. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So, so gym reading, anything else? Jam reading and now I'm back on my traveling shit. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's what's up. I mean, we're limited though, you know? We are I limited. I am being safe. You know, I don't. Yeah. I have yeah. places to go and, you know, yeah. hotels and I'm very yeah. cautious. I'm wearing my mask. I'm clean. I'm a, but I've always been a very clean person. So yeah. I haven't really been scared of this. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm back on my traveling. That's I gotta get out of here. That's what's up. <laughs> How's the, are you, are you single in the relationship? I am single. Single. But looking. <laughs> but single but looking? Got you. That's what's up. I mean, how have your DMs been since the quarantine? Did, did things change? Did things get kind of crazy in the DMs? or? If I'm being honest, I really don't pay attention to it unless I know you or I meet you in person. Like, I really don't pay attention to DMs. So that other screen that you swipe, you go to your DMs, but you swipe to the DM request, you stay away from that. I really do, honestly. Like, I, if I don't know you like that, I really don't open messages. Um, not to be rude, it's just I don't, if I don't know you, I just, I, I don't think have that's the healthiest. <laughs> I think that's the healthiest way to go about it, though, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like we have so much information just bombarded exactly. with us. So many people trying to get in contact with us. Like, exactly. you can't, you know, open your mind to everything. You'll go crazy, you know? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then, I mean, I've always been a person that's received a lot of hate and discrimination, whether it be from mm -hmm. family, friends, people who know me, because I'm not, I'm technically the black sheep of my family. Mm -hmm. So, Why? you know, um, just because my entire family are like doctors, lawyers, pharmacists, oh, <laughs> and then okay, there's me, that. the nightlife hood rat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I just went my own way and I started doing my own thing and I get a lot of backlash for it. Uh, my family's Muslim, so I get a lot of backlash for the modeling and that kind mm -hmm. of thing. So, oh, they have like very strict ideals, like they. Mm -hmm. And then there's me, who yeah. just I, I'm very open to a lot of different things, as I felt like that's the best way to learn mm -hmm. is just being open to those experiences, and um, mm -hmm. you know, so I get a lot of negativity, and I just choose not to read it. Yeah, stay mm -hmm. away from it. No, that's smart. That's yeah. the best thing to do. You want to plug your social media? Plug all your. Your stuff? Um, sure. I am Allie Rose, mm -hmm. A-L-L-Y-R-O-Z-E. Um, that's, that's Instagram, Twitter. That's about. <laughs> uh, all right. So I'm going to ask you some this or that. All right. Just quick. Just, you know, dun -dun, answer the question. Ready? All right. Lipstick or lip gloss? Lipstick. Uh, short nails or long nails? Long. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Ooh, both. Both? <laughs> Depends yeah. on the mood. <laughs> yeah. You a coffee head? I am. Yeah, me too. I got to have my coffee in the morning. Shower or bath? Shower. Uh, appetizer, dessert. Dessert. Yeah. Yeah. What's your? You have a sweet tooth. Sweet or spicy? Spicy. Oh, yeah. You're from the islands. You, you like <laughs> that's fire shit. Damn, you cook. I do. Yeah. I've been cooking since I was like ten years old. Oh shit! What I you, love to cook. What do you cook? If you um, if you had to like, if you were gonna cook for a man, let's say you're gonna cook for a man, like a boo who who you're you're auditioning, you know. <laughs> And you were going to be like, all right, let me just get in my bag and cook him something. Well, I'm known for anybody who does know me. I'm known for my wings and my lasagna. So I'm going to oh, just go with wings shit. and lasagna. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. 
That's what's up. I got famous wings. My friends at at baby showers and events, Mm -hmm. my wings. Sometimes I don't even make it to the events, but my wings better be there. That's how they tell me. (laughs) You you stole the Tussie's recipe? Nah. 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 There's some Rosie (laughs) Rose. If you could get that recipe, let me know. Rosie Rose original. So you're single right now. How, how do you, is it, is it difficult dating in Miami? Are you one of those girls that like, fuck Miami guys? Yes. Damn. <laughs> so you really think like if you go to Atlanta or New York or Cali, the, the men are different? Not necessarily. Um, but there is something about Miami men that have been a pandemic in itself. <laughs> Why? I don't know if it's just the club life that we're used to and we're just used to meeting so many people on a daily Mm. basis and there's so much access and there's so much, I don't know, but I feel like Miami men are just, they don't even give you a chance. Like there's no fight anymore left in anybody. Like everybody's just so quick to be like next next swipe next. Yes, exactly. So it's just like, I feel like, but but, I I don't feel like that's, just Miami, right. I just feel like it's at a higher rate than everywhere else. Because mm. we're so connected now. Like, yes. you could just, like, DM the next person or, like, I say this all the time. A girl who's in a relationship, you could be in a relationship with somebody that you're in love with. Right. But you're still in the back, back, back of your mind. You have that other guy that you're looking at all his stories, playing, you know what I mean? This is my plan B in case shit goes wrong. That's a fact. <laughs> but i think that's what and if we really want to get deep into it i think that's what social media has done to us Mm -hmm. just in general we always think there's something else that there's something better instead of appreciating what we have so that's why i think a lot of people are so unhappy Mm. and i feel like this quarantine like if you fell victim to social media you fell victim and if you were you're saying like to your relationship so a lot of different things. Oh, okay. uh, I'm just saying in general, people are so caught up with the aesthetics of things and how to look and how to portray themselves mm. and this and that and the, the material things that they forget what's in front of them and to live in the present. And like a lot of people aren't even present anymore when they're with you. Like, you know, they're on their phone, they're on their the, phones, the, they're this, they're that, they're, you know, and it's just like, bro, like. And if they are present a lot, and this is a big, <laughs> if they are present, they're like, got crazy anxiety you know what i'm saying like they can't live with themselves that's what i've noticed with a lot of people and that's why i've been trying to read these self-help books to get my Mm -hmm. mind right because i don't want to be victim to this stuff like i feel like i was a victim Mm -hmm. during you know certain club lives and i again that's why i said like quarantine has been a blessing in disguise for me because it was really a time to reflect for me and i've always been a self-healer i've always been a self Like, okay, this is what's wrong with me. Okay, I have anxiety or I can't sleep. I couldn't sleep for almost three months. The first three months of quarantine, like I could not sleep. And I know a lot of people was feeling like that. Mm. And it was just our anxiety that we were trained. Like I would literally go days and I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna put my phone in the corner and I'm not gonna touch it. I was just gonna say that a social media detox. Like I've been saying I wanna do that. Yeah. And it's hard because it's like, there's so many tools and there's so much good to social media, but it's also... It's a double-edged sword. It, it's, you know, it could hurt or it could help you. And it's just, you got to have self-control. And I think that's so hard. And what, what makes it even worse for men is that you put, you, you add social media, but then you add like, all it is on social media is like sex. Like people are just selling you sex. You know, men are like cracked out for this shit. Like it's just sex being thrown at you the whole time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and 
And, you know, women wonder why men, you know, and this is just my opinion. People don't kill me for this. <laughs> but I just feel like women wonder why men are so, are the way they are, especially in Miami, because because it's like everyone's in a bikini. Everyone is like sex. Everyone's body is shown. And, it's, and women, I feel like women don't really women ignore the fact the way men are wired. Men are not wired like women. You know what I'm saying? Like when 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 we see a bikini pick or whatever it is, curves, whatever it is you know, our blood starts pumping differently. You know what I'm saying? Like when you, whether you're married, whether you're whatever it is, absolutely. and that's that temptation that you have to like. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's, everybody is feeding off of each other because yes, those things stimulate the men, mm -hmm. but it's also the fact that a lot of women are insecure and they feel like they have to do it for the attention. So it's pressure. A, that's what's getting the engagement. Exactly. So, let me, so it's like a back and forth thing. It's like, where do you, how, where do you start the healing? Yeah. So it's just. Damn. Yeah. All right. We here. Miami on the rocks. Casey chops. We got Rose here. She's single and looking, but don't slide in the DMS <laughs> because she doesn't check that, that side of her DMS. <laughs> so how do how do you, how does a guy, how do you prefer a guy to approach you then? Like you prefer it to be obviously in person then if it's not on social media. I mean, um, the last couple of people I dated, we met in person. Mm -hmm. uh, we ran into each other here and there. Industry guys or? Um, no. Okay. Just regular guys. <laughs> regular guys, business guys. No, no blue um, checks? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my new thing is I don't date men with social media. <laughs> oh, who are you gonna date? Like unicorns? Like where are you gonna? Where are you finding these men? I found one. <laughs> I found one in Mexico. <laughs> yo, you should have to go to another country. Uh, yo, ladies, Mexican men don't have social media, so if you want, <laughs> really, really, <laughs> damn. So if he has a, no social media at all, and you can have social media, that's cool. Yes. Mm, that sounds like <laughs> he, that's hypocrisy his, to me. But his choice is not to have social media. Okay. And I have social media. I mean, honestly, my social media is a networking tool. And like I said, I don't read DMs. I don't fall into temptation. Mm -hmm. I know my strengths and I know how I am. Mm -hmm. And I know that's not even an issue for me. Mm -hmm. Like one of my things I feel like is a dying art form is my loyalty. Like anybody can tell you if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Like the long way you can call me three, four o'clock in the morning. Like I'll come get you if you're in a jam. Like I'm that friend. That's what's up. So like my loyalty is everything and my word is everything. Like I told you, like I know I fucked up last night because I missed my mm -hmm. flight. Oh, no, nah, you're but good. But I told you like, yo, I'm coming. I'm going to do this. Like, you know what I mean? Like my that's word is like, word if is I bond, say yeah. I'm going to do something, I'm going to make it happen. That's what's up. So that's just me. I mean, you, I've never seen someone loyal with two phones. <laughs> Wow, keep, you gotta bring yo, that up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real. Like, That's crazy. She had the trap phone. I was like, damn, I don't know. <sighs> so, okay, the story behind that, and this is the true story. Mm -hmm. I'm a spoiled ass bitch, mm -hmm. and I've had my AT&T account for God knows how long, years and years and years, mm -hmm. and it was back in BlackBerry times. It was BlackBerry and iPhone. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't decide which one I wanted. Mm -hmm. So you got <laughs> so both. So I got a, I had a BlackBerry and I had an iPhone. And ever since then. So who do you, what are the two numbers for? Who do you give what, which number to who? Um. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yo, yo, if you like 
sell mad drugs on the side, we could edit all this out. You know, do not worry, Rose. If that's the fucking cartel line, you could do the, the Guyanese cartel. You, you could just like wink at me three times and we'll edit this out. So I do try to network with whatever the older phone is, mm-hmm. which is that 786 number. Mm-hmm. I'll give it out to photographers or, you know, gotcha. like. So one's the business line, one's the personal line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like one time, one I FaceTime my mama with another one yeah. I don't. So. Okay. That's smart. That's smart. <laughs> yeah. How's the dating, uh, the dating game been during the quarantine for you? Like, because things have been closed, you know, I'm sure for, cause I said this before, like for men, it's a little different right now because if I'm going to take someone on a date, things are closed. So I can't get into my normal bag. So it's like, where else are we going to go? You want to come through here, have drinks here, you know, but I would never do that in regular circumstances, but we're limited now. And it's kind of weird to invite someone to your crib the first time. You know what I mean? How do you, have you, (laughs) have you been dating like during the quarantine or? I have been on two dates since the quarantine and it was actually a friend set up and um yeah it was actually Matchmake? it was, it was at, a blind date it was a blind date i went on a blind date you saw his ig oh but he, he doesn't have, have so- he didn't have an ig damn you are brave that's <laughs> crazy you went on a blind date in 2020 without even <laughs> but it was at his house he had a nice house and <laughs> Yeah, it was lit. <laughs> oh, it was lit. Um, it was lit. Uh-huh. Um, he cooked for us, or and whatever, and it was cool for us. For because I went with my friends. Okay. So it was a double date, but it was a blind date. So okay. That's why I wasn't so nervous because they came with me. God. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. It was like a group setting. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So. And you just this had to be one of your close friends for you to trust her with her opinion, right? Like, girl, mm-hmm. you would like him, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> and you're single now, though, and looking. Yes. So it didn't, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there had to be psycho, yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to go there. <laughs> really? Damn. Yeah, he was really possessive, and it was like. I'm hearing that from more and more women all the time, like just possessive guys. It's, like, he told me I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. Um, and what? that I shouldn't go to Mexico. He was, yeah, what? he was very against me going to Mexico. And that's where it kind of, I wonder what makes, cause I'm not like that. <laughs> I wonder, and I'm a Scorpio, which is like, I'm supposed to be like that. But like, I wonder what makes men that possessive. Like, does it certain things that they grow up with? Like certain, certain experiences that they go through to make them like, you know, I, I didn't know. even know him that long for him to, to be wild and like that. Yeah. So I couldn't even tell you what it was about him. But I've Damn. honestly, I, I've never run into that a lot because I'm such a carefree person. Yeah. And if you follow me on IG, you know, I say whatever the fuck I want and I do yeah. whatever the fuck I want. What is your, wait, so what's your sign? I'm a Libra. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So let me ask you this. If you had to ask one of your exes, what, if, if. If I were to ask your ex, what is like one of your like traits, like one of your defects, one of your wild traits, what would they say? Um, I actually, I'm actually really still cool with my ex of five years. That was mm-hmm. my longest relationship after okay. him. Just kind of recently chilling. No, no, it was about four years ago. Okay, four or five years ago. Um, he actually told me he was like, you know, you used to be so crazy, and you used to be like you cared a lot, like you cared too much. And okay. then he told me after him, I stopped caring. Like, I was just so chill. I was so nonchalant. And he was like, damn, I wish you still cared. <laughs> About him, though? Like just a- in general. Like, I don't, 
I don't like to argue anymore. I guess because like in our you um, went through that toxicity. I went through like, it already, and we were both toxic to each other. I was very toxic mm-hmm. during I think that we've relationship. We've all been in a relationship like that. Yeah, that so, changed us. And I just I'm so nonchalant in a relationship anymore. Like I want peace, like mm. pure peace. Is like, that if to you be confused with cold? Peace. Like you're not cold. Like I don't. Are you think, black? Though? I don't think I'm cold because I personally know the love that I'm capable of giving. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I do come off as cold just because I'm not going to give that up right away. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like there should be this friendship bonding period when you date. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get past that, then I don't think there should even be a relationship. That's the problem with dating too, is that you, <laughs> you, you, you rush into the physical part of it. Exactly. Before y'all become like actual friends. And then God forbid, like the physical part is you have chemistry in that regard. Now you're glued to someone that you don't even really like have a friendship with, you know? Exactly. It's, it, <laughs> it's very tough. It's tough out here, man. It's tough That's what here. I've learned too, is that you really have to like get to know someone and, 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 you know, fall in love with who they are before you even get to the physical part. Right. But then what happens if you fall in love with somebody and, 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 and you hold off on the physical part and then the physical part is trash, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you have no physical chemistry. Like then... <sighs> my bad i didn't mean to like, you know, like the, <laughs> having like epiphanies and shit on no i mean it's just it's hard because i think we're all going through this i don't think mm-hmm. we've if any of us finds the answers please hit us up share it with us but i don't think any of us has the answers right now i are feel you, like we're all going through something right now yeah i mean are you hopeful for like relationships like in the future as far as our generation and like with social media because I think that we're all so messed up right now with our anxiety and everything going on in the world Mm -hmm. that we have to deal with ourselves and our demons first. Mm. And when we finally find that peace within ourselves, we can attract what we really truly need. Right. Um, Again, I've been reading this book. I think um, I forgot the name, Mm -hmm. Um, but I've been reading this book and it's like you can get anything you want if you focus your mind on it. And I've been telling myself, I deserve love. I Mm -hmm. am worthy of love and Mm -hmm. I'm going to find true love. Mm -hmm. And if I don't truly believe it, it's never going to happen. And once I truly believe it, it's going to happen. And I believe it. Like I'm Mm -hmm. ready. I've been through everything I've been through. And yes, I'm looking, but I'm not actively looking. Mm -hmm. I'm just hopeful that I'm hopeful and I'm trusting the process that my person is going to come to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's dope. I saw a meme. It was like, explain the difference between desire and, and intent. And they say, don't desire something, intend for something to happen. Because if you desire, if you have desires, that means you're fixated on the outcome. Exactly. Intent just means like, I have a question for you. How do you feel about dating? Because this is something, you know, I've had different discussions about dating a friend's ex. Is that absolutely like a no-no or... We're both adults. You're over. You're 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 mature and emotionally mature enough to be over somebody. And like, how do you? I don't I don't know if it's maturity or not, but honestly, just from a loyalty standpoint, like Mm -hmm. street code, I would Mm -hmm. never like especially if I value that friendship. I think of you for me personally, Mm -hmm. if you're my girl. Mm -hmm. I think of you as a sister, like I will do anything for you. And Mm -hmm. so once anybody dates my sister, that's Mm -hmm. it. Like that's incest. Like that's like to me, that's how I think. Like, I'm just like, that's true. I agree. I agree. I agree with you. But I'm just playing devil's advocate. (laughs) So, but 
are you, but if it doesn't work out with you, right. And it potentially could work out with your friend, would you be mad at your, for, you know what I mean? Like if it's, if it works out for your friend, you want the best for your friend. So if she's happy with somebody and maybe they have chemistry that, you know, you guys didn't have, and then, you know, why does that affect you? You know what I mean? I guess, but at the same time, how I am, I wouldn't have even let it get to chemistry just because like I would have, like, let's say you dated my friend. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even look at you like that. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, so Mm -hmm. I don't think there would even have been anything there for it to have escalated to that. What if it's three years later and already it's an old thing and, and feelings are pat. Maybe your home girl has a new boyfriend. Okay. If I didn't know, and we randomly started talking and then I figured mm-hmm. it out. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe. Gotcha. And then I and then I would literally tell my friend, like, listen, like, yo, I know you used to talk to him. Like, I didn't know, you mm-hmm. know, when we started talking, I caught feelings and then I would go from there. But I would definitely ask her, you know, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Is it weird? Because at the end of the day, I'm very... um I'm family oriented. Like when I have mm-hmm. a good group of friends and stuff like that, I like to do family get togethers. Like we have, okay. you know, little cookouts. Like we do a lot of family things. And if I'm going to date you, uh, you're going to have to come around my friends right. and they're going to, it's going to be like family situations. So I don't want it to be awkward for anybody. And so Got I would you. just have to put that into, you know, other people's feelings. So what's like a deal breaker for Rose? Like what is one of your, like your pet peeves? Um, unnecessary lying. Um, they say uh, women fall in love with what they hear. Men fall in love with what they see, which is why women wear makeup and men lie. <laughs> That's just what they told me. Um, but just lying about like dumb shit. Like, Got you. you know, like I fell asleep or instead of saying I didn't want to talk, like just tell me you didn't want to talk. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just keep it real. Most women are not like that, though. If I say I don't want to talk, they're going to automatically because, look, a man is going to say that type of white lie to because to protect you because women are naturally going to think, oh my God, why didn't he want to talk to me? Most women could just not take that as face value. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But that's what, that's why to date somebody, you have to know them. And I feel like that's why I'm Mm. so slow to fall into a relationship is because if my guy comes home from a long day at work and I see it on his face and I'm just like, and he's like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk. Like he's not talking. He's moody. Mm -hmm. He just hops on his game or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just be like, okay, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to take my ass. I have enough things going on in my life. I can take my ass. Give him space. Space is good. Yeah. Because honestly, I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like women, they put that as a a double standard on men because when women don't want to talk and they're not ready to talk, they're going to ignore them. Mm. And so I know, cause I do the same thing when I'm not ready to talk, I'm going to ignore your call. Mm. I'm not going to text you back right away, even though I saw it, Mm -hmm. but I just want some time Mm -hmm. to, because I'm in an irrational emotional state Mm -hmm. and I don't want to say something I'm going to regret. And I feel like people need to take time and understand that. Respect that. Yeah. I think it's on both ends. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like just, Say you don't want to talk and let the other person be. They'll talk to you when they're ready. (laughs) What are the deal breakers? Do you have any other like maybe physical deal breakers? I don't like people shorter than me. That's fine. How tall are you? I'm 5'7". Okay. A lot of... I like to wear heels. I don't like people shorter than me with heels on. (laughs) Okay. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. (laughs) I had someone say, I had a, uh, a young lady say that she doesn't like to date short guys because 
they tend to have anger issues. Like she correlated like anger with like short guys. I don't know. Um, or the, they're the, those are the ones that are crazy. Like the ones that are overbearing. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know because you don't date short guys. <laughs> no, I've dated some short guys like a couple inches taller than me, flat footed. And mm-hmm. uh, no, my yeah. ex of five years was not tall, mm-hmm. but but he was a pretty cool guy. I mean, yeah. he got me because he made me laugh a lot. Um, I'm pretty sure that's why he so, laughed a lot and he could cook. So. Oh, shit. Damn. The cooking it. <laughs> so he had so, me for a little minute. <laughs> so who would you rather have? The, would you rather have the funny boyfriend or the intelligent boyfriend? I think to be funny is to be intelligent. Mm, that's the dopest answer. That. <laughs> Anyone who's answered that. That's fire. That's dope. I mean, yeah, you have to be witty to be intelligent. Yeah. And, I mean, to be funny. So, yeah. Okay. That's what, what's the tallest guy you've ever hooked up with? Six, five. Okay. <laughs> that's what's up. So I didn't date no basketball player. Oh, he was a basketball He wasn't a basketball No, bas- I'm just kidding. I feel like if you're six, 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 seven, like, what do you like? Like, what else are you doing? Like, <laughs> like you can't be six, seven and like work at T-Mobile. Like that shit looks crazy. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've dated industry guys? Like, or you try to stay away? I mean, shit, you're not even fucking with guys in, in no, social I, media. No, I, I did date industry guys. My mm-hmm. This social media thing has been um, a 2020 requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've dated industry guys, and good Lord. Yeah? <laughs> it was a nightmare. <laughs> would, you, would you rather date the guy with kind of fucked up teeth or the guy that has a receding crazy hairline? receding hairline because we're just gonna shave it off and um yeah yeah okay fellas teeth yeah teeth, yeah, teeth are a deal breaker for me <laughs> if their teeth are throwing up gang signs and shit yeah. yeah fellas if you got that receding hairline just <laughs> let it go just quit before it gets fired you know hey it, my daddy was bald and i loved him so yeah yeah hey that's what's up <laughs> and if you grow out the beard you're good you prefer a guy with a beard or no beard I honestly physical attributes have never been like i've dated a range of oh, so races and i was gonna say you don't have a type i don't have a type per se no i just i just like i'm well groomed like mm-hmm. personal hygiene i love a man who gets facials and gets mani pedis it just really let's talk about that I'm a very OCD clean freak and I like to stay on top of things. So if I see you have dirty nails and your feet are rough, we, you're not touching me with what? <laughs> Where, okay, so where's the line? What if he does his eyebrows? It depends how nice his eyebrows are. <laughs> if they're nicer than mine, hell no. Because <laughs> you, you don't want the pretty boy, right? That, that no, I do. No, 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 no. Okay, see, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. I do not like pretty boys at all. Okay. I don't like pretty boys. I just like a well-groomed guy. Because I heard a guy who can dress and a guy who can take care of his skin and his health. Okay. Because yeah. I heard medium ugly guys are where it's at. Oh, like, I love medium ugly. Yeah. Medium ugly is my go-to. Because the- if you're not medium ugly, I'm not even going to look at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Miami on the rocks. <laughs> Fellas, if you're medium ugly, I don't know what that means. I don't know how to define that. But yeah, <laughs> the, women are, the women are feeling that. Let's see. Would you rather get really good head? And the dick is average, or would you rather get average head and the dick is really good? Mm. 
Nah, the dick gotta be fire because mm-hmm. <laughs> head we can work on. <laughs> nah, because it's interesting because I feel like out of all the women I've asked that, it's been like 50-50. Mm-hmm. Some women would rather get the fire head. Some women would rather get the fire dick. So I guess it's just. I feel like the dick, <laughs> when it, like that that connection, like it mm-hmm. has to be fire for me because I feel like when you're that intimate with somebody, mm-hmm. like there has to be a mental connection. And like once there's that mental connection, the sex is automatically bomb. And so if the really? sex is not bomb, that means the mental connection is for me at least. So the mental part of it is more important than the actual technique and the physical part of it to yes. you? So, okay, but... Okay. Like, if I'm feeling you and you're funny, like, you're smart, like, mm-hmm. you got shit going for you, you're attentive, mm-hmm. you're giving me the attention that I want. But he comes in I'm two minutes. I'm going to be so... But eventually we could get there. <laughs> Can stamina be taught? Like, I don't know. Is that... Can it not? Like, if a guy comes in two minutes, how do you, like teach him not to come quick. I don't know if that can be taught. Techniques can be taught. How to get your pussy ache can be taught. How to, you know, where to kiss, what to do, what positions you like, that that can be taught. But like stamina, how do you teach that? You know, like stamina can't be taught. That's a mental thing, right? That's like a mental Is it? I don't know. You tell me. Like I'm I'm just trying to picture it. Like if you know if a guy is too excited, you know, too you know, hype. How do you calm him? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm is he going to be that? I, I mean, I've never been in that. Oh, you've never. Okay. <laughs> so you've, yeah. you've never been with a guy who just comes quick. No. Okay. That would All be right. so tragic. Tragic. <laughs> you don't have any like. So what's like the worst thing you've dealt with? Like in the bedroom, like the worst. Um, probably just boringness. Mm, like like no intensity. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, it was just a fuck. Because I need that emotion. That's what I'm saying. Like, I really don't date around a lot anymore because it's like, I need that emotional, mental connection. Yeah. Because if it's not there, like, there's no, like, it's just nothing. See, that's always been my problem. I guess me being a Scorpio, like, I've always, I've always, even women that I don't like, Mm -hmm. I fuck them like I'm in love. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the problem I've always had. Like, you know what I'm saying? It could be a one night stand and I'm going to just, I can still like look in your eyes and woo, I don't know anything about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, I think, I think Scorpios and Libras are very close in that aspect because yeah. I, like I said, like I haven't had many bad sexual encounters just mm-hmm. given the fact that I do create an intensity like mm-hmm. with, you know who right I am from, and my sensuality. So okay, I, yeah, I feel like you know right from the kiss. Yeah, you know right from the if kiss you, how the sex is gonna be. Honestly, I don't even like to kiss. So if we're kissing, really, yeah, I don't like to kiss. What? That's interesting. That because <laughs> okay, like yeah. unless I'm like in love so, with you, I do not like to kiss. Like get your face out my face. So so you, so you could you could fuck without kissing. Yes. Okay. That's because, yeah. And I, it would just be a fuck. Like, it would just be like, I don't yeah. even like you like that. But I was just, I just, it's been a really long yeah. time and I needed this shit. <laughs> See, I'll be honest with you. I, I can't even, I can't even fuck without kissing. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. That's why I like, do, I like dudes can go like, you know, like whether you go to Columbia or wherever you are and, and, and pay for pussy. I can't pay for pussy. 
because oh, okay, I need to kiss that hoe. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't kiss these hoes. You know what I'm saying? And I need to kiss to get into my bag to set the tone and to yeah, like feel yeah, what yeah. the intent, like you know, to check the temperature. And that's always been my problem. Have you? <laughs> are you into girls or? Um, I won't say no only because I do appreciate beauty in all aspects mm -hmm. and it does carry over into women so like i've noticed myself be like wow she's beautiful wow she's mm -hmm. bad like i'm probably the first one before my man to be like yeah god damn like <laughs> would you um i've never been with a woman um so you've never had a threesome no okay that's interesting um i feel like I would do that. That's something I would reserve for my husband. I was going to ask you, do you think that's something that is productive for a relationship to, to, to bring a female into the once in a while, like for his birthday, like once a year or something? Hell yeah. Like yeah. Hell yeah. But that's husband shit. Like, yeah. I better have a ring on this finger and my mm. bill's paid and you can have whatever you want. Really? But, yeah. Re <laughs> <laughs> and the bill's paid. That's what's up. That's you would have to pick the girl? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I heard that's important. Yes. Would you put rules on it or is it just whatever, you know, anything goes no, for that I one night? I feel like I'm an energy type of person. And mm -hmm. if we were to come across a girl that was vibing with us and, you know, mm -hmm. we both was like, ah, mm -hmm. then yeah, why not? Okay. But I mean, put rules on it, put regulations that like, I feel like that's when shit gets more complicated. And yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. If it's a feeling and the vibe is right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, shit. We here. My man, yo, plug, Rose, plug your uh, social media again. Let them know where they can find you. Um, Instagram and Twitter. I am, I-A-M, Allie, A-L-L-Y, Rose, R-O-Z-E. What's up with the with the music? You have any anything you want to promote? Any because you did drop a song with a video, right? I did. If you go to YouTube, I am no, it's Ali Rose A L L Y R O Z E Bossy B O S S Y. Are you bossy? I am very bossy. You yeah, you were. <laughs> I'm a very chill person, but when it comes to business, I'm very bossy. Do you wear the pants in your relationships? Honestly, see, I think that's what gets to me is because I'm a bossy person. And then when I get into a relationship, I become the, the submissive I like to one. be the submissive one. But people mm. fall for me because I'm bossy. And then there's like a- What do you mean? Who falls for a, a bossy chick? Oh, I, I don't, don't know. They love me. Really? Because <laughs> I feel like, like they can say, they, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. They love so, it. And then when I'm just like, they're like, where do you want to eat? I don't know. Can you plan something? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's I have that like, talk too. Like, <laughs> you need a man who leads. Because a lot of these young women, they're complaining that these men are not leading. They're just like, the girls got to make all the plans. Hey, babe, you want to do this? You want to yeah. do that? Yeah. And it's just like, I'm leading. And I feel like that's where my problem is. And with men too, is if you're dating a boss nigga, like, they have been calling shots all day. They have mm -hmm. been making decisions all day. They want a woman that's going to. Babe, mm -hmm. let's do this. Come on, mm -hmm. get dressed. So they don't have to think anymore. Right. And I feel like I'm the same way. So it's like, okay, now I'm off. I'm not working. Okay, just tell me what to do. Like, just, mm -hmm. like I even told like my homegirl the other day, I was like, I would love for my man to dress me. I was gonna say, oh, that's crazy that you said <laughs> that's crazy that you said that because I, I gave some dude advice. Um his girl was here and I gave him advice and mm -hmm. I was like, look. Just one night out of the blue, say, yo, get dressed. We're going to go out, put on a black dress. Don't ask questions. 
boom and that's it and then the girl you know the lady's gonna go oh my god she's gonna be put off and it's like exciting that way yeah 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 like i i feel like and i guess this comes from modeling too i've been modeling so long that it's like i like when people dress me and like they put mm-hmm. me in like what they want to see because I, i'm a model like i've modeled for so long mm-hmm. so it's fun getting dressed up and being in character almost so it's kind of like a fun little thing so it's like dress Mm -hmm. me up let's go out let's do something spontaneous i love being spontaneous like i'm literally the type of person like okay we're going to cali tomorrow i'm like all right we're going to cali tomorrow and then like oh we're going to asia tomorrow do these guys exist like that are you just describing like fantasy men that are just gonna like Oh no Babe, no no no! Cal- I've I've been living this life. Yeah. Oh, so speak on it. Where do you find these men at? For the young women that are listening to this podcast, Let's I want to go on random. <laughs> nah nah. Um, honestly, I've just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just <kidding laughs> Ladies, you got to go to Tootsie's if you want a man who's gonna take you to Cali randomly. <laughs> pack your bags. We're gonna- I actually dated a Scorpio I met at Tootsie's. And to this, this was years ago. Mm-hmm. And to this day, we're actually cool as fuck. Like that's yeah. one of like my niggas. Like we didn't yeah. work out because his baby mama was crazy at oh, the time. Shit. But me and him are like this, and like that's my nigga. Like I hit him up, tell him yeah. like random shit about my relationships. He'll tell me random shit about his relationships. And yeah. like I have like I have really cool homeboys. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's crazy how you could have exes that you're still homeboys with though. Um, honestly, I don't hold grudges. Okay. Like even my like I said, my ex of five years were still cool. To Unless this it's day. like obviously like he did you wrong or infidelity or something like that, or you'll still be cool with him. If he cheated on you, you'll still be cool with him. I mean, if you give me some time to get over it, yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we never gonna be on that level again. Yeah. But I really I don't take shit personally because so. I know I know at the end of the day, cheating, infidelity, all that stuff is just insecurities on the other person's part. It had nothing to do with me. that's a crazy damn that's a crazy bomb that you just dropped right there i mean i mean you can't take anything personally that somebody else does only take personally what you do like yeah you did that to yourself by making certain choices so temptation is real out here you know some guys crack it is i've seen the temptation yeah for people in the industry and this shit is real how do you feel do you date younger guys i have dated younger how young (sighs) (laughs) as close as miami on the rocks we could be transparent eight years younger yeah yeah never again never again (laughs) why (laughs) what was it like um it was just so would you rather date a guy eight years younger or 10 years older 10 years older. Yeah. Yeah. I've, okay. I've always dated older and it wasn't working for me. So I was just like, this little youngin came through and I was just like. What do you have like chains on? He hit you with No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> what was his game like? He was really tall. <laughs> oh, okay. He was 6'5? Yes. Okay. So. <laughs> He was really yeah, tall. That's hilarious. But and he had big arms. I like big arms. Okay. <laughs> so and then okay. And then okay, then just the youngness came out. Just his Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was just his inability to vocalize 
just express himself express himself just yeah. you know like he was feeling certain type of ways about certain shit and it's just like instead of speaking on it he reacted towards it and he became mm. emotional and i was just like oh no yeah this ain't it <laughs> i just feel like with this new generation like i feel like the the women are starting to become more masculine and the men are starting to become more feminine you would agree a thousand percent why is that I think I can I can I can justify the women becoming more masculine because y'all been hurt y'all are not the generation to get played y'all up on the game you know what's going on so I'm not taking no shit so I can understand how the women are becoming a little more masculine but what I can't understand is why the men are becoming more feminine like I don't know I don't know if it's just and me and anybody who truly truly knows me can tell you I've always been a very more masculine female just mm-hmm. in general like very, you're bossy a of, assertive a like lot of people say I'm a nigga like I'm mm-hmm. the realest nigga I have niggas yeah. tell me I'm the realest nigga yeah. they know but it's because of the loyalty and the respect that we were raised on mm-hmm. is just different nowadays like mm-hmm. I was raised with certain morals and certain standards like you don't go against your homeboy like you don't go mm-hmm. against your like your people and stuff like that and it's just basic principles and basic laws that are just not being taught anymore. Right. But the female generation before us would, you know, turn the other cheek, whatever, and and and, and kind of get played and kind of, you know, let the man dominate them and and, and have his way. But now y'all are kind of up on the game. Like, I'm, we're not going to, you know, you know, take shit from you. You know what I mean? We're not, we're going to, you know, be assertive in the situation and control the situation. But why are the men becoming more submissive and masculine? I don't understand. I mean, that's a whole other topic. Um, cause I think it has to do with single mothers. Ooh, talk about it. Speak Ooh. on it. So, oh, so you think just, just there's these, these men are not having men raise them and yes. they're just being raised with too much femininity from the, from yes. The fe- and it's not just, you know, being raised by moms. It's being raised by toxic moms who are still fighting with their baby daddies, who still have feelings, who still have a lot of other things going on. Mm, and they're that beating- That they haven't healed from. That they haven't healed from. They're beating down on men, you know, in front of their, their sons. And it's like, they're- the kids are just watching everything that we do. Damn, I didn't think of it like and that. And we just have to be more mindful of what these kids are seeing and what they're watching. Like women reflecting their hurt for men like men ain't shit a lot of women you go through that relationship where you get hurt and you automatically throw a blanket statement out there and a belief that now you believe men ain't shit and if you're you know echoing that in the household men ain't shit men ain't shit i could see how and words are very very powerful yeah and that goes back to like the books i'm reading and like the stuff that i'm doing the writing and stuff like that it's like Mm -hmm. your words mean something Mm. and actually what i was doing my little writing thing my um morning pages is what they're called um, it actually made me bring up, you know, some past traumas that I had with my mom and my sister and I was writing it mm-hmm. and I was actually writing these pages and I started crying because I didn't realize how much my childhood with my mom and my sister, cause we had kind of like a weird relationship, mm-hmm. how much it affected me and certain things that they said to and me. Just and writing just it down, writing brought that it, up? brought it out. It was the craziest thing. Wow. And that's when like, it was a turning point for me because I literally was writing and I stopped and I would probably cried for about an hour mm-hmm. because I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, this little incident with this little words 
affected me and was holding me back mm -hmm. and once i released it and i set it out like there therapy for you. it was the therapy like i you know i kind of let go of it i started a healing process with my mom and my sister i've been working on my relationship with them mm -hmm. and you know things have kind of turned around for me in that aspect and but it's just our words are so powerful to kids they are sponges mm -hmm. when they're kids like as adults we kind of grow up and we build these walls And we don't absorb as much from other people because we kind of build our own identity. Mm -hmm. But these kids are building their identity from us, from mm -hmm. what they're around and what they hear. And we just have to be more careful of what we say. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I mean, yeah, we all have generational trauma. We're trying to break like a generational curse. Every person has that family curse that they're trying to just exactly. break. Exactly. You know what I mean? And you tend to like overcompensate in, in, in that regard. Like. Mm -hmm. For me, just the way I just the things I've grown up with, like, you know, I want to be nothing like this person. So I'm going to completely act the opposite of this person. And in me acting like the opposite of this person, I'm overcompensating in certain things. And, and you know what I mean? Like, exactly. It molded me. Exactly. Like some some things for good, some things for bad, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But damn, I mean, yeah, men are, I, I see it now, like men are getting more feminine. I, I thought... You know, I'm a little, I tend to be because of what I grew up with. I tend to be more of the old school, like over masculine, not possessive in a sense, but, um, you know, I, I do believe conservatively in like gender roles. You know, I want the man to be the man. I want the woman to be the woman. And it was like a tweet. Some dudes and I was like, let's normalize. And it went viral. The dude was like, oh, let's normalize women taking men out on dates, you know? And it was just something simple like that. And I was just like, why are you rolling your eyes? You know, like, <laughs> but that's the type of new, new shit that like men are like really believing. Like, yeah, you. I don't know. And now men, as far as the physical, how do you feel about a man who paints his nails? Um, <laughs> unless it's clear, it's not my cup of tea. Um, okay. Whatever floats your boat. I mean, go ahead, man. I, I, What if he's dyeing his hair neon purple? Absolutely not for me. <laughs> Notice how What if he's I, a rapper, though? What if he's lit? Absolutely not for me. Um, like I said, I grew up kind of old school. My dad was like a old school OG type nigga mm -hmm. like you know he was well respected in our community you know mm -hmm. he raised a lot of people's kids who wasn't even his kids type mm -hmm. shit like you know he was well known like mm -hmm. um and I was he was my best friend yeah. and I was raised by you know those old school an ideals. old school kind of idea about him how a man should be um I mean, when he came home, my mom was the boss. Like, mm -hmm. you know, do this. This needs to get done. This shelf needs to be fixed. Da, da, da. Mm -hmm. But when we were out in the street, it was him. Mm -hmm. He was leading. He was the man of the house. And I, I like that idea. Like, when I go out with my man, I want my man to be in charge. I want to know that I'm safe and my man has shit under control. Because if I can't go out with you like that and mm -hmm. feel like that and at peace like that, mm -hmm. you're not for me. Mm -hmm. Especially... um. You know, I have a different look to me. So I attract a lot of different people. A lot of people come up to me. Where are you from? What are you this, this, that? So it's like, I need someone who's so secure in themselves that they're not going to take that any type of way. I don't like rudeness. You know, I'm a very political, very diplomatic type of person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we can talk things through and communicate things through before it ever has it to get emotional. physical and emotional. Yeah. And, you know, I've been with dudes who would just while out and i don't think that's attractive like Damn. you need to be so secure with yourself and masculine cool, calm and collected yeah, yeah. you know Composed. what i mean there's a time to fight like if she gets disrespectful okay yeah. you know but it shouldn't just get like that off rip and it shouldn't you know yeah it's, it's knowing just, like the battles to fight 
You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, cause you, 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 something small could happen. It could be, you know, disrespectful, you know, but it could be something very small and, and, and the repercussions you're going to get for reacting to something super exactly. small when you could have just brushed it off and just took a deep breath, you exactly. know what I mean? Been present and just, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So, so you said you, 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 you're into like the old school um, mentality as far as like relationships. So are, are you opposed to 50, 50? Like as far as financials go, or you you would rather play housewife, you know, have the man provide, bring, you know, be financially providing, um, or do you feel like you want to be out working and doing your thing? Because I've had women on here, and, and I'll say this: like you cannot have your cake and eat it too. You cannot. I've had women say, "No, I want to go out working." Da, 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 da. And I'm gonna be out following my dreams, but at the same time, they feel like they don't have to handle the house, and the the it's still gonna be fifty fifty as far as like household things you know um i guess 50 50 in a way not necessarily financials i would say i'm gonna play my role as a woman like and i think that's what we're missing is that i'm gonna hold this shit down this is our house i'm gonna protect our house Mm -hmm. like if we have kids together uh, Mm -hmm. these kids are mine they're gonna be groomed taken care of Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily expect the man to you know, shower them every night and get them ready for bed. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a motherly thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, don't fight me. We're in 2020, yeah, guys. Roles, but, you yeah. know, this is just my ideal mm-hmm. household that, you know, he's working. Um, you know, we have a business together that I help him with, maybe manage the books, and but he's out there doing the labor, the, the, street, the physical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's... I just feel like I'm... That's so ideal, though, you know? Like, the chances of that. Like, what are the chances, you know? I'm going to get it. Yeah. I'm going to get it. (laughs) I'm going to make it happen. That's what's up. I mean, yeah. That's... That's yeah, that's the thing with me. I want to get my shit straight. You know, I feel like men have to have men like focus on getting your shit straight before you get into a relationship, you know, like absolutely even with women, you know, because the right woman can either help you grow or they're going to hinder you. Yeah. And you just have to be mindful of that woman. A lot of, you know, we're just dating around to date and we're in relationships just to say we're in a relationship and they're not necessarily driving us to what we need to do. And I feel yeah. like if you're not growing with that person, they're not for you. Yeah. So are you are you into, like, would you get with a guy who's maybe not all the way got his shit together, but he has, you see the potential in him? Or are you too old for that to where like, you know, like you gotta have, like show me something. No, already. absolutely. I mm. feel like if we can put our brains together and mm-hmm. make something work, that we can make it work. Because mm-hmm. I know... I know right now if I had the right partner standing beside me, I can go really far. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm making steps by myself, but I know if I had that right person next to me who was motivating me, pushing me, you know, not necessarily helping me financially, but just motivating me mm-hmm. and giving me that courage because it's hard to be motivational and you know, pushing your own self every day. It's hard yeah. because there are days you get up and you're like, fuck, I'm so tired. Fuck. Like I'm, this is so hard. Like, Oh my God. Like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? But if you have that person that like, rooting for you, like your personal cheerleader, like, hell yeah, you can make yeah. you can move mountains. Like I, I'm too in love with my solidarity. That's the problem. Like I love my space so much that. No, I, yeah, I, feel- I, I definitely, absolutely a thousand percent agree with you. Like I love my own space, but that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, you have to find someone so healed with themselves that they don't become a 
crutch like mm. or vice versa mm -hmm. you become a helping hand because this person is out doing what they need to do in the day i'm doing what i need to do during the day we come together at night we cook dinner we mm -hmm. go to bed we wake up and we're like all right babe i'm gonna see you later go handle mm -hmm. your shit call me if you need me yeah. like you know that type of shit like you need to have your own shit going on for yourself Mm -hmm. And then when you merge and you come together, you take what you learned and you take what he learned and you put it together and you build on that and you build something bigger. Like, that's what mm -hmm. I want. So it's like you have but you have to have your own shit going on. Like, because when you get too caught up in the other person, you don't have your own shit. That's when shit gets crazy and people get mm -hmm. possessive and people people get so dependent on each other that they forget to live for themselves. They're not healed yet. Like exactly. They're getting into a relationship and they're, they're not healed. You can't pour someone else's drink without pouring yourself first. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, so fellas, her DMS are closed. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you can't have social media. So I, I want to see how you're going to meet this guy. I think you're like you're a little in a fantasy world as far as that goes. Like I don't know. <laughs> All right, Casey, we're gonna meet we're, back here in a year. Yeah, and I'm gonna find you're gonna have the guy who's got his shit together. He's With got no social old media. school ideals. No, he might be 55 though. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At least 50. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You would date a guy 50 years old? No. no. <laughs> 45. I have. Yeah. I have. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, so plug your social media. Tell people where they can follow you. I am Allie Rose, I-A-M-A-L-L-Y-R-O-Z-E. YouTube, Allie Rose, Bossy, B-O-S-S-Y. Yeah, Coach when's the next song coming out? I'm actually working on an island song right now, which I'm so, so, so excited. Yeah. Um, Just because my first song was kind of like City Girls vibes, true Miami mm -hmm. girl yeah. trap music. Yeah. Um, How many times did you talk about your pussy in that song? Because that's what the city girls do. They just talk about their pussy in the whole song. I, did I talk about my pussy? No, I didn't talk about my <laughs> pussy, but I just said my ass and my titties were real. So you can't call me fake. Hey, it's <laughs> fucking lit. Hey, shout out to the natural girls, man. That's, that, that's what I think is coming back in style, natural girls. I hope it does. I hope so, too. Um, just because um, that's actually what I want my brand to be. I know I mentioned like I do. I'm putting a brand together. Mm. Um, it's all about being natural, being spiritual. And I mm. just I hope that I can inspire a bunch of girls who are younger than me to kind of follow a different crowd, different path. That's what's up. So in your new song, you said it's like an island vibe. Are mm -hmm. you like on your... But but like can you do like your island accent? You have an island accent? I do have an island accent. It comes out when I talk to my mom. Go speak to me. Say something to me like an island accent. Does it come out in the bedroom? <laughs> it comes out when I'm pissed off. Oh, that's when it comes out. Yeah. Go say something. Say something to me. Like I don't even mad. know what to say because uh -huh. it just it honestly it comes out so naturally that I don't even realize I'm saying it sometimes. Um shit, I don't even know. No, you you have any of the lyrics from the song? Is it like that type of vibe or? It's because um, yo, if you could get in your island bag as a female, like musically, yeah, and then, then you know that lane is a little more open. You yeah, know what I mean, like because yeah. we need island music here in Miami. Like there's, a, I tweeted this the other day. I was DJing. It was like the first like party I DJed in like since the beginning of the pandemic. Like, uh -huh. and I'm DJing and I'm playing. I'm so hype. I felt like I was like DJing like when I was like young again, and I was having so much fun. And people are dancing. And I was playing a Sean Paul song and I was like, damn, 
I started to reflect and I was like, yo, this generation doesn't have a Sean Paul. This generation doesn't have like a crossover reggae artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that could do the right. songs with the rappers that could do, you know what I mean? So you're right. If, if there's an artist out there, male or female that can, you know, get in your island bag, but at the same time have elements of hip hop and do that. And you know, you're saying you you have that. So that lane I'm is open. Oh, that lane is it. open for real. <laughs> I mean, so. like I said, um, I mentioned before to you, um, music is so new to me, it's brand new. Creating I, music, you're saying? Yes. But you've always into Oh, I I absolutely I grew up on music. Like okay. literally grew up in music. Like from the womb. My dad was a big music head. I grew up listening from everything like Bob Marley, in sync, um, not Damn, she wants to no, not in sync. Um, I forget the name of the group because NSYNC stole a bunch of songs from this oh. like old group. But I forget oh, okay. the name of them. That's why I said NSYNC. But like, I literally like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, sending playlists beach. is a love language to me. Oh, absolutely. That I actually like my old school relationships. Like yeah. that's what it. Like I have. You couldn't date me in high school if you didn't make me a CD. Oh shit. With the writing with on the it. Sharpie. Like you had, yeah, with the Sharpie. Mm. You could not date me. If you could not make me a CD, what I needed you for. Yeah. yeah. Damn. <laughs> Yo, I feel like a female who has a good taste in music is so important. Like yeah. for me. I'm very you know I mean? but I'm very open when it comes to music. Like I can listen to anything. Like you really? can put me in Ibiza and listen to house music all day long. Mm-hmm. Trap music, island music. Island music your... obviously is my favorite, but right. you can put me in it and I I'll just pick up on the energy. I'm an energy type of person. Yeah. So you just put me around the energy and I'm just You get into your nineties nineties R and B bag. Oh. Love your love hour bag. I try to stay away from it because I'd be falling in love yeah. right, with the next motherfucker who smiles at me. And the I'm next guy like, who oh. like, writes write you a love letter, <laughs> folds it in the shape of a heart. Oh my God, don't do that. We're getting yeah. married tomorrow. Dude, dudes are not writing love letters anymore. <laughs> They're not. Damn. Dudes are not. I dated this one guy like back in high school and like anytime we would get into a fight, he would send me like fucking um loser vandross or somebody you know would just Dang. melt and we would just be back together what? the next day <laughs> but I, that's one thing i hate like about this new generation is that no one's right writing about love anymore they're not everything is about like you know flings like we, we fucked but i'm now you're hurt and i'm good like you know everything is so like everyone's so cold now you know what mm-hmm. i mean no one's vulnerable mm-hmm. it's yes. Uh, yes it's trash that's and I think that's our main problem is everybody's too scared to be vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. what makes people human. That's what makes you beautiful yeah. is your vulnerability. And I'm always, I always make, I always say, I, I, I always make fun of myself before I would like ever, you know, make, like make fun of my, make, make fun of other people. Like I judge, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm so secure and so like, you know, that I can't, whatever. But we here, Miami on the Rocks Rose. Thank you for pulling up. Of course. Like Thank you for hour. having me. <laughs> no doubt. Bam.